What's going on, everyone? It's Ian here. Welcome to another episode of Unbiased Football Talk. As here with me, as always, is Big Mike. He's a little upset. We had to take a little break from football because his Raiders kind of screwed the pooch on Sunday Night Football. Mike, what's up, man? Uh, I'm doing a lot better than I was on Sunday, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah I, like you said, I had to walk away. Yeah, it was pretty brutal, man. I had to walk away for a little bit from the game uh, and uh, reassess what's going on and shake off that game against the Chiefs. I hate losing to the Chiefs, man. I, I absolutely hate it. But uh, here I am. I'm back and uh, here to talk some football, man. I don't blame you about losing to the Chiefs, man. I hate losing to the Packers. And guess what week it is for me? It's Packer week. Oh, boy. Hey, you guys look good against the Chargers. so That's because we did what I've been asking for. You know, we were aggressive. Mike Zimmer was like, finally was like, okay, well, why don't we aggressively try? We They went for it twice on fourth down, including a fourth and three that or fourth and two with Dalvin Cook that, I mean, that, that that first down ended the game. They had no timeouts. It ended the game. Um, they threw the ball to this guy named Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, he's he's this wide receiver. He's pretty good from what I hear. Uh, yeah, rookie of the year, right? He, <laughs> well, <laughs> he doesn't like only getting targeted nine times in two weeks, so he gets targeted 12, week, 12 times in week against uh, the Chargers. So I like that. I hope we can roll into it. We get some players back on defense. Patrick Peterson, Harrison Smith, rolling into uh, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. It's just, a, it's just, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's the Packers versus the Vikings, Kirk Cousins. You know, it's a divisional game. Who knows what the hell happened, but or what the hell will happen, I suppose. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, any given Sunday, like they said, man, I mean, you've seen it on a weekly basis. Teams are going down to these underdogs. So, hey, you never know, man. You never know. Yeah, the Rams lost to who? (laughs) Yeah, that bad secondary, supposedly, right? Yeah. Supposedly, yeah. Well, yeah, speaking of which, man, I got a question for you, Mike. Um, Is, are we panicking on the LA Rams? Oh, you know what? Um, uh, it's it's gonna be either it's gonna be a panic a little bit to an extent, and I'm also gonna relax a little bit. I'm gonna relax on that uh, with the defense. They're, they're gonna make plays when they need to. Um, you know, they're they're one of the better teams as far as getting after the quarterback. Uh, I'm not worried about the defense on offense. Uh, as long as you get the ball to Cooper Cup, um, you know they should be fine. Uh, but you know, I'm looking at the Sean McVay's offense. And and how it's working with um, Matthew Stafford. I mean, is could we say is it is it too much to say that you know after a while these defenses start figuring out that offense? I mean, we saw with Jared Goff, you know, when he was getting rolling a couple years ago that Super Bowl year, he was he was on fire. He was an MVP candidate. He looked really good. And then it got to a point where they got to the Super Bowl and the the offense didn't look as good as they used to. So it it I don't know. I mean, Sean McVay, I, I, it, it, you could say that, you know, his offense is uh, defenses are starting to figure out what, what uh, they're doing over there on offense. Is that an overreaction? Maybe. But. Uh, it should be interesting to see down the line what what the Rams are going to bring on offense and how OBJ is going to add to that. And um, but you know, big uh, in the big picture, I'm going to say they're going to be fine. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to make a deep run, um, Super Bowl possibly. 
it, you know, every team has a hiccup. And, you know, even for the last even two games, you know, they can have a hiccup for two games. They'll rebound and uh, make a good run into the playoffs. I don't want to panic. They are quote unquote all in with some of the moves they've made. And they, well, we all, we've already talked about this. They traded away their every single draft pick ever <laughs> since, right. yeah. since Jared Goff. But they lost 31 to 10. They got walked on. They walked, got walked all over by San Francisco division rival. Um, you know, it's, I think they've lost back-to-back games, too. Yes, they have, right? They lost back-to-back games? Yeah, they lost to the Titans a week before. Right. And that was prime time as well. Um, I don't know because their Super Bowl odds haven't changed, even though they've lost two in a row. Uh, maybe because Tampa lost to Washington football team and the Bills aren't looking too wonderful. They did bounce back this last week. Um but one thing I want you to look at, the last four wins came, their last four wins are teams with a combined record of 7, 28, and 1. Oh, wow. The Texans, the Lions, the Giants, and the Seahawks. Granted, they played the Seahawks without Russell Wilson, but still, 7, 28, and 1. And then they lost to the last two teams that are relatively decent. I know that... that um. San Francisco hasn't been fantastic this year like we thought they were going to be. The Titans, you know, they just lost, they lost the Titans right after they lost Derrick Henry and brought in Adrian Peterson. So I'm not going to say panic just because the NFC, yes, it's stacked. You know, you got so many good teams in there. Dallas, Tampa, Green Bay, um, Arizona. And, you know, I still think that the Rams are probably Regardless, they're going to be in the playoffs. You know, if they're the they're the wild card team, then they're the wild card team. There's three of them. So, um, but I'm kind of concerned a little bit that they've lost their last two games and their combined four wins are seven twenty eight and one. I don't know how to feel about that. I really I've liked watching this team this year. I've really liked what Sean McVay's done with Matthew Stafford and um, Cooper Cup. Like you said pre-show, he's a contender for. Offensive player of the year. They brought in OBJ. I'm hoping that that can get going, even though I don't know how I feel about him either. Um, losing Robert Hoods hurts a lot more than I think that people realize. Yeah. yeah. And then their run, their run game, Daryl Henderson, he's fine. I, I I figured they would make a bigger splash when, when um, Cam Akers tore his Achilles. I thought they'd make a bigger splash than Sony Michelle, but I don't know. I, I'm not going to panic yet. They're on a bye week. I think they can figure it out, come out, and just blow somebody away, whoever they're playing after the bye week. So I'm not panicking. Um, I, like you said, I think they're still going to make the playoffs and, and and make a run. Yeah, you know, it's it's going to be pretty interesting coming out of this bye and, and looking, looking at uh, OBJ and how he reacts to this by and and how committed he is to learning that playbook to me i think this is a make or break situation for him i mean if he if he doesn't do well with the rams and you know he's he's not the guy he used to be 
if he's looking for a payday after this, he's not going to get the money he thinks he's going to get. So he really needs to bring it for the for the rest of the season as well as the playoffs too. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what he brings to the table. Um, I mean, he only had two catches for what eighteen yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't expecting much from him anyway. But uh, you know, if he continues putting those kind of numbers up, I mean, it's everybody's going to start looking at him like, hey, maybe maybe you're not that dude we thought you were. So you know, a lot of questions with the Rams, but. They'll they'll still make the playoffs. They'll they'll make a run. Um, the Cardinals, I'm not necessarily sold on them as far as being an elite team. I think they're gonna. I, I don't I don't say necessarily fold, but they're gonna lose some games they should win. And I, I still think the Rams are gonna win that division. Oh yeah, they're. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know how to feel about that last statement you just said. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the Rams winning the division. Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins will come back. They're still, to me, like I, I think I still pick the Rams. I don't know, man. That's that's tough with those two teams. Yeah, and I mean, in in that in that division, I mean, you got you got Russell Wilson who's back. He didn't look great against the Packers, but he he's gonna get going again. And and the 49ers, it looks like they're trying to find their way and becoming more competitive. So it's, it's you know we say any given Sunday, you know you can take a loss, but it's even more so in that division. I mean everybody can beat anybody in that division. So I mean you never know. It's still up for grabs. I mean it's a mm-hmm. two man race. It's a two horse race right now. But uh, uh, it's. I don't know. I, I think I think the Rams are a little bit more equipped than the Cardinals. I mean, to me, by a slight edge, but, you know, we'll see. Both of them are going to make the playoffs, and it should be fun to watch. Well, if it makes anybody feel any better, the odd makers see no reason to panic with the Rams, so maybe, maybe, it's, maybe we don't even need to talk about it. So they're still plus 700 to win the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah, so we'll see. But on to our next topic, Mike. Patriots, Mac Jones, Bill Belichick. I like what I'm seeing. What oh, do you like man. about it, man? You know what? And and I'm it it's so hard for me as a Raiders fan to program myself to like what the Patriots are doing right now, but they do so many things so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just fundamentally uh football-wise, it's a type of team that I like to watch. I mean, you got a hard-nosed run game. Your defense is sound linebackers hit uh, the secondary takes care of business the front the front four get after the quarterback they're angry the the head coach i mean i said it before i said it at the pick em, uh, last episode they play angry just like their coach he's a <laughs> he's an old angry bitter man and they play like they have a chip on their shoulder and that's everything i like about a nfl team but it's the patriots you know so it's hard for me to it's hard for me to root for them just because of the name, but they everything that they do on offense is great. I mean, and, and it starts with I mean, when you when you when you look at a team, you look at the quarterback, right? You look at that's that's the leader of the team. That's what they say. And and Mac Jones is is you know he's taking that role in stride. He looks great. Um, he has sixty nine percent completion percentage. He's throwing thirteen touchdowns and only seven interceptions. He's doing just enough to keep that offense rolling uh the 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 run game is about middle of the pack but they 
what they do is they keep the chains moving. So when it's like third and short, they get into a lot of situations where it's third and short and they keep that ball moving and they keep the chains going. They play time or possession and they wear you down. And it's it's just it's it's just when when you have a team just opposing their will on another team, that's just good football to me. Um, just the psychological aspect of the game. They play it very well. And you got to give credit to Bill Belichick. I mean, he's doing it again with very little weapons on on a wide receiver and, and you know, missing their starting running back. And they can just plug and play with any running back they want. And yet they still get it done. And it's just amazing to see that, you know, they're, they're going to be – I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. I thought they were on a down year this year. But they're right in the mix for that division and the playoffs. So, um, yeah. It's going to be good to see what they do against the Bills. I can't wait to see when they play each other. That's going to be a game that I watch, and that's definitely going to be a slobber knocker of the week whenever that happens. Yeah, I really do like what the, what I'm seeing, man. Bill Belichick, like you said, can literally do with anybody. His wide receivers that Mac Jones is throwing to, Keneal Harry, Nelson Aguilar, who at one point couldn't catch water if he fell off a boat. You know, yeah. like who else? Um Jacoby Myers, who just scored his first NFL touchdown. Right. Um, he's got good uh, tight ends with Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. Running backs, I mean, it doesn't matter, man. Rex Burke had to succeed there, you know? like Right. Damian Harris might be out, but Ramondre Stevenson was fine. The defense yeah. looks good. Even Brian Hoyer came out there and threw touchdown passes. Yeah. Um, Mac Jones, man, I really like this kid. I I didn't know how I felt about him coming out of the draft. I've never really liked Alabama quarterbacks. I thought Tua might be the best, but Tua looks like looks like it went from tanking for Tua to tanking because of Tua. Right. Um, <laughs> but Mac Jones, man, he there's throws that he's made in the past few weeks, and I'm like, wow, yeah. that's a rookie. Like that threw the. I don't know if you saw, it, but the touchdown pass he threw to Kendrick Bourne. I thought that was fantastic throw. Oh yeah. Like he yeah, fit that between two defenders, and the the fact that. Bill Belichick already trusts him to make that throw yeah. is awesome. Um, you got quarterbacks in the NFL like Kirk Cousins, whose head coach doesn't even trust him to make those kind of throws. It's true. And he's been in the league 10 years. So I really like what I'm seeing with Mac Jones. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that we're that might be – he might pull away with this Rookie of the Year award, man. It's a quarterback award. They screwed my boy J.J. over last year. Jamar Chase has had a couple lower production weeks. But Mac Jones, they've won four in a row, and they're undefeated on the road. They're six and four on the, on the season. They're four and zero oh on the road, and they're about to play Atlanta tomorrow night. Hmm. Yeah, I, they they're gonna go they're on seven, a roll. They're seven point favorites on the road. Yeah, that. And I mean, that just attributes to just that style of play, you know. And they'll wear you down. I mean, one uh, one thing, one part that sticks out from that. Patriots game versus the Browns this weekend. Uh, they started a drive on on their own one year, uh, yard line and went 99 yards with ease, and it, that completely just you know it wore down the Browns. You, you just saw it, like the 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 demeanor, the morale on the Browns sideline was just deflated, and they just deflate teams. They just go in there, they run the ball. They just wear you down. Time of possession. They take care of it. It's it's just it's it's bully ball, and mm-hmm. it's 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 the best kind of ball to watch. 
and they're just to me that's just fun to watch and and, and against the, the the Falcons they're going to they're going to do the same um I don't see a disappointment uh, or let down at all they, this team has scored 90 or am I doing that math right 69 points they have scored 69 points in the last 2 weeks and they've given up 13 Sheesh. And yeah. I know you, people may say, oh, that's only the Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers and Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns just put up 41 points the week before. Sam Darnold, yeah. that, that offense can put up some points. Don't get me don't get me started on that. This is NFL teams. They put up 69 points and only given up 13 points in the last two weeks. That's 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 good. That's a winning formula. Winning the last actually through four weeks ago, they scored 54 points. Yeah, and so. yeah, they and they're doing it with they're doing it with no real stars on that offense, you know, and 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 the defense being opportunistic too. I mean, they're just putting up a, a ridiculous amount of points, you know, against teams that they should beat, and and that's what you look for in a good team. Do you go and uh, do you do you play up to your or play down to your uh, competition uh they're not doing that and you know it, it it's good to see in a stacked afc where it's pretty much up for grabs from one to seven anybody can win it this year in the afc to be honest with you mm-hmm. um you know the raiders were the number two seed and now they're out of the playoffs so it's it's that stacked right now and it just takes for one team to get hot and uh, pose their will in one game and just keep rolling that momentum and boom, you're in the Super Bowl. We could very well see the Patriots as a dark horse AFC contender. You, you mean, why not, right? It's They they have the formula to do it and, and the coach the to coach. do it. Yeah, you got the head coach. <laughs> I think he knows a thing or two about getting to the Super Bowl. Right. So if he gets in the dance, man, you got to watch out for the Patriots. So what do you think? Seven points too much? Uh, I you know what I think they're gonna I think they're gonna cover against the Falcons. The the Falcons are a little bit uh they're they look really good one week and then the next week they don't look so great on offense. Uh the Falcons are also playing without Cordero Patterson, who's that Ooh. Swiss Army knife. Well he's, he's a game time he's a game time decision. Uh mm-hmm. but he's he had a pretty bad ankle injury on Sunday and they were talking about uh that he wasn't gonna be ready by Thursday. So I'm not expecting him to do much, even if he does play. Um, so they're losing that Swiss Army knife that, you know, he was doing a little bit of everything. Wide receiver, running back, kick return, punt return. He was doing a little bit of everything. They're losing a big weapon with him. Um, and, and Matt Ryan, he's just he's kind of a shell of himself from that MVP year he had in 16 or 17, one of those years. So and he doesn't have Calvin Ridley either. So it's going to be heavy uh, uh, pits for this game. And. Besides that, I don't see what they can do on offense with that that defense they have to look at. So I, the Patriots should cover this game for sure. Yeah, I definitely see them covering. They're gonna they're starting to run a match with me and Mike Davis, who I thought was gonna be a like a hot commodity in, in fantasy, and I was wrong. I took a lot of Mike Davis in my leagues this year. It turned but out to be Cordero Patterson, isn't that turned crazy? Turned out to be who would have thought? Yeah. But <laughs> without him and you know, I just don't see you. Calvin Ridley out. Your number one receiver is like Russell Gage. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, look, just look at this, man. You know, the, the Falcons are scoring 19.8 points per game. The Patriots are only allowing 17. Okay. The Falcons are allowing 29 points per game. Patriots are scoring 28 points per game. I just don't see it. Their defense is not very good at all. I, seven point to me seems pretty fair because the home team automatically gets three points. So you're really, I mean, I, I see them covering, man. I really like what I'm seeing in, I'm, I see them coming out and just going all out. I, I'm going to, I definitely have to take the New England Patriots in this game. And I just, I think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. And, you know, we, we did, uh, was this a couple of, uh, about a month ago, we did the, the buy or sell and Patriots was one of our teams and I bought heavy on the Patriots and I'm glad I, if, if the Patriots were a stock, I'd be pretty rich right now. They look, well, they look good, man. They look I will really tell good. you my, my take on my team that that week was right as well. I was saying sell on some Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Yep. And they, <laughs> did you see that meme? It said like. The Patriots are now paying Pan, Cam Newton and Cam Newton's replacement and Cam Newton's replacement's replacement. Like, oh man, like, Jesus, that 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 situation is just screwed. Yeah, and then somehow they're still five and five in the mix for the playoffs. But I mean, they're 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 gonna fold at some that, point. That seven seed in the in the NFC is gonna be super close at the end of the year. Yeah, it's gonna Super be a team. Close. Yeah, it's gonna be a team with eight, nine wins, mm-hmm. and it's gonna come down to the last week. So, yep, yeah. But anyway, man, let's talk. I, I haven't been able to do this, so I got some NFC grades for you. Go for uh, it. So I'm not. I am gonna say this in order of my teams from top to or from bottom to top. Okay. All right. Um, now, again, please chime in when when you when you got something, man. I'm a little more harsh than you are. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start it off with the Detroit Lions at number 16. Ooh. Okay. How can you say anything else? How can you, how can you argue any other team? Dan Campbell, come on, man. I need you to get your win. I need to see a Gatorade shower. I'm going to give waiting. him a D. I'm going I'm to give him a D. Okay. okay. You know what? I'll give him a D plus just because they have been in games. They've played teams very well. They played Minnesota very well. They played Pittsburgh really well, even though Ben Roethlisberger wasn't in. They played the Los Angeles Rams pretty well. They're going all out. I mean, they're faking punts. They're, they're doing onside surprise, onside kicks. They're going for it on fourth down. Dan, Dan Campbell's being aggressive, as he should. But they just don't have the talent. Right. So it is. I'd give them a lower grade, but they really don't have the talent at all, man. They're just not good football team. It's like the Jets. The Jets don't have any talent. Yeah. So, um, you know, Jared Goff is terrible. The offensive line is okay. The wide receivers, they need to draft somebody. They got rid of everybody. TJ Hawkinson is their best offensive player. D, D plus. Yeah, uh, real quick. The the Lions, as far as coaching goes, it's a that's a solid. I'm giving Dan Campbell a solid A for what he's working with. I'm, you got to, you know, I, I'll give I'm him an A. Team wise, yeah, I'll give them a C minus or a D plus, like you said. Um, I mean, they played Baltimore close too, you know, and and but you know, you look at that offense, you look at Jared Goff, he, like he he needs, I think he needs to sit down. Anytime when you got your number one, you, you, your number one target, T.J. Hawkinson gets zero catches for zero yards, 
<laughs> That's inexcusable, man. That is not good. Inexcusable. Even on a team like Detroit, you got to get him the ball. If you're trying right. to get this first win, not trying to go 0 with 7 12, 0 16 and 1. Right. But um, next team, I got the New York Giants. There's nothing else to say, man. Joe Judge is garbage. He's probably going to get fired. I really was high on Danny Dimes this year. I thought he was going to have a good year. I really liked the receiving core with Kenny Galladay. Kadarius Tony, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. I thought this was going to be a good team. I thought they brought in some good stuff, uh, good weapons to help with the offensive line. I thought their defense was going to be better, but they're really not. I'm going to give them a C, C minus, actually, C minus. Um, Joe Judge has gone after this year, unfortunately. is my That's my guess. But I'm going to go with C minus on the New York Giants. Next team, you got, oh, this was a tough one, but Washington football team. I have no idea what's going on over there. One week, they're like a splash. They beat the team like Tampa Bay. Um, but their defense is not very good like we thought it was going to be. You're led by Taylor Heineke, unfortunately. he's He looks cool. You know, it's like Jeremy Lin back in whatever year that was, Lin Sanity. <laughs> this, is, this is Heineke's season. Or uh, Gardner Minshew a few years ago. Yeah, It's not going to last more than this season. I'm going to give them a C. I wish their defense was a little better, like we thought. And they did just beat Tampa Bay, which is cool. We we got that pick wrong, but whatever. Next team, I got the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears are three and six, and they have no business being three and six. They have a very good roster, but they have an incompetent head coach and general manager with Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. This team has... It, 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 literally, man, I, I'm serious. They have no reason being to be three and six. I just don't like it. Allen Robinson, Cole Komet, um, uh, what's his name? David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert is all he looks good. Darnell Mooney, Justin Fields, an okay offensive line, and still a pretty good damn defense. Why are you three and six? Do yeah. not tell. Do not tell me it's because of anything other than Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. This is garbage. Do you have anything on that, man? No, you're right, man. You're you're definitely right. The the they have like it was not too long ago they had one of the elite defenses in the league, and all they were missing was an offense, and it just never came around. And you gotta look solely at Matt Nagy and whatever he's calling or whatever he's not doing. I don't know if he's calling plays at this point or whatever. He's a lame duck coach. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna get the can at the end of the season, and. Uh, Hopefully you see the Bears uh, make their way up. Well, maybe not for you, but uh, get better next season and um, do right by Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give him a C. I'm going to give him a C um, just because I think their roster is all right. But next team, you got Seattle Seahawks. The, this is nothing, man. This team is has absolutely nothing other than Russell Wilson, and even he looked pretty bad against Green Bay. Granted, it was in Green Bay and in the cold, but – they don't really have anything other than Russell and DK, and DK can't keep from punching somebody. So their run game is always terrible. Every year somebody's hurt. It's Chris Carson or it's Rashad Penny or I don't know Alexander Collins, like Travis Homer bringing in Marshawn Lynch again. You know what I mean? Like this team is always hurt. Their offensive line is garbage. They they did not invest in the offensive line to protect one of a generational talent and tight and a tight and quarterback 
you have a Hall of Fame quarterback and you're not doing anything to help him. He's he's always running. He's getting old, so he's not going to be able to do that run, running crap anymore. Um, I'm going to give him a C because they have dealt with a lot of injuries. It's, it's specifically Russell Wilson. And I think their record might be a little better if, if Russell Wilson had played all year. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. Pete Carroll might also be gone after the year. I think he's going to mutually agree to part ways and go back to like coaching at USC or something like that. There's oh, open boy. vacancy there. Yeah. But we'll see there. Next team, I got the uh, Atlanta Falcons. I wanted to put them lower, but I couldn't do it because they are four and five and they have looked good at times this year. I'm going to give them a C, a solid C. Their defense is not very good. Matt Ryan was looking good, and then he's not looking good. It's typical Matt Ryan since the MVP season. Cordero Patterson looks like the savior. I mean, if, yeah. if it wasn't for him, they wouldn't be 4-5. and five. Um, Give him the MVP, you know what I'm saying? Mike Davis, garbage. Too bad about Calvin Ridley. Um, I, I, I had higher hopes for this team in this division, but it is what it is. I'm going to give him a C. Um, next team. The Carolina Panthers. Right. I don't know what is going on in Carolina. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to, like, this coming weekend, I have no idea. Is it going to be Sam? Is it going to be Jay, um, um, what's his name? Not Cam Newton. PJ Walker. Yeah. Or is it going to be Cam Newton? Who's going to start at quarterback? Okay. This team has too many weapons to be only five and five. Sam Darnold does not look very good. Um, Christian McCaffrey's back. That's awesome. Sorry for all the Chuba Hubbard fantasy owners, but Christian McCaffrey's back for at least a couple more weeks until he gets hurt again. <laughs> I'm going to give him a C. Solid C. All right. Next team, I got the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. Okay. It's pretty high. Nick, you think so? A little bit. But that, okay, I, I, go ahead. I just I like I'm not a Philadelphia Eagles fan like James, even though he's a 49ers fan. But this team still has weapons. I still like this team. They need to run the ball better. Obviously, Jalen Hurts. I want Jalen Hurts to be good so bad. I really do. The head coach is garbage. Nick Sorini. Sometimes I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? The defense is, is I swear the defense is just the kryptonite for this team every year because they just lose so many players, you know. But Darius Slay looks good this year. I just I can't give him anything higher than a C. I mean, all these teams I'm naming right now are pretty much tied. I mean, I'm giving them all Cs. Right That's now. true. Yeah. Okay. I'm not I'm not I'm not being I'm being a little harsh, but not too harsh on them. But Nick yeah. Sirene, Sirianni, whatever his name is, um, he might be on the hot seat too. I, just because I don't think I just don't like the the philosophy there. I guess I. I think they need to be more more explosive than they have. And I think Jalen Hurts agrees with me on that. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't help that you guys have missed or they have missed on so many wide receivers in the drafts in the last few years. You know, you, you took, who was it? Arcego Whiteside over DK Metcalf and Jalen Rigo over Justin Jefferson. That hurts. That hurts. I mean, just imagine that team if they had both of those guys right now. I mean, right? Know? Right? Oh, man. <laughs> and then you add Devontae Smith. Well, they probably wouldn't have drafted Devontae Smith if that was the case. So there's another problem. They were forced to do that. But anyway, yeah. I'm going to give them a C. Next team, San Francisco 49ers. Okay. That was awesome. That was that was very nice to see them win the way they did. Um, 
they Kyle Shanahan to me is probably in the hot seat. Um, James has convinced me as such. It, every week, I swear this team does something to make me convinced that okay, Jimmy's that dude. Okay, f- screw Jimmy. It needs to be Trey Lance. Yeah. Um, what they did against the Rams, against a secondary that's terrible, was very impressive to me. Jimmy Ward, two interceptions, including a pick six. George Kittle's back, and just, dude, George Kittle's bullying people. Yeah, yeah, Wait, he is. Did you see what he did to Von Miller? He, yeah, <laughs> that was, oh, man. That was rough so, to watch. <laughs> I'm intrigued what they do in the offseason. I don't think they're going anywhere. But they're better than the teams that I already named. Yeah. So I'm going to give them a C. Okay. Next team, you might think this is a little low, a little high. I don't know. I got to go with my boys in purple, Minnesota Vikings. They should be higher. I should be talking about them. Well, they should be. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I skipped the team. My bad. New Orleans Saints. Okay. New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints are five and four. They, um, They don't have a quarterback. They probably should be a little lower just because they don't have a quarterback, but they are five and four and they're playing teams well with Trevor Simeon slash uh, uh, Taysom Hill. Hill. So they're doing okay. So Sean Payton, he's doing well with this team right now. Alvin Kamara was out last week. He'll be back this week. Um, So they're doing fine. I'm going to give them a C. Now it's the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings... This is probably exactly where they would be in the NFC, even if, if um, you know, they've been playing aggressive and, and had a better record just because the other teams are so much better. But the Vikings have a roster where they should be in the... Well, it doesn't matter because Green Bay would still be 8-2, and two, but the Vikings should be there as well. The Vikings have lost... Um, all five of their games have been less than seven points. Seven points or less, because they did lose the seven points to Cleveland. But these teams that they're losing to, um, they're the best teams in the league. And now you can argue, okay, they can't beat big-time teams. Well, that's because of the coaching staff. That is straight, 100% on the coaching staff. I don't care what you say if you're listening to me. Do not blame Kirk Cousins. He's having a fantastic year. He he has the least amount of turnovers for any starting quarterback in the NFL. We're plus six. they're, They're plus six in turnover differential. This has nothing to do with Kirk Cousins. Dalvin Cook's playing great. If you get the ball to Justin Jefferson more and don't try to not or play to win the game rather than play to not lose the game, the Vikings have a much better record. I'm going to give them a C plus, but that's being that's being a little generous and maybe a little biased. Sorry, unbiased football talk. But the Vikings have a roster where they should be atop of the NFC. Not number one. Not number one. Yep. But they should be up there. Okay. Yep. Do you agree with me with that? No, you called it perfectly, man. It was nothing biased about it at all. I see the same thing with the Vikings, and I'd give them the same grade. I'd give them a C plus as well. So, yeah, I mean, and you know, we just, you know, with with that offense, the weapons that they have, you expect so much more with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the entire NFL does. And finally, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen were vocal about it. And I mean, if you listen to Mike Zimmer's press conference, he said, I wanted to be aggressive. And like those words like coming out of his mouth just didn't seem right. <laughs> right. Um, but I give credit where credit's due. They were great against the Chargers. I'm going to give him a C plus. Next team. Now, this is where it got really hard for me. And it's still really hard for me because 
I got to go Tampa in this next one. I'm not c- counting out Tom Brady. I'm just giving him the number five seed right now in my rankings. Okay. Um, There have been a couple games where I'm just like, oh, what the hell is going on here? Um, but it's still Tom Brady. They still have probably the best receiving core in the NFL, especially since Robert Hood's got Robert Woods got hurt. Um, defense is iffy. They're banged up. They also just put up another cornerback with Richard Sherman on IR. Man. So, do I think they're going to come back and and probably win a lot more games? Yes, but I'm going to give them a C plus anyway. Okay. Next team, the Los Angeles Rams. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Call me crazy. Call me like I'm telling you. Like, I'm going to give them a B minus. Okay. A B minus for the Los Angeles Rams. Again fantastic roster but you said it earlier maybe people are figuring them out Stafford's yeah. starting to be a little aggressive and starting to do them tendencies that he had when he was in Detroit yeah I, trust me I've seen it two two times a year there yep. was times where the, the Detroit Lions should have beat the Vikings many times but he made stupid mistakes because he was trying to do too much so are they figuring it out I don't know but I'm going to give him a B minus next team the Dallas Cowboys all right. This team's hard to beat. When they're Very. 100% healthy, they're hard to beat. Um, I'd give them higher. I might make them the best team in the league, to be honest with you. Um, their cornerbacks are sus. Trayvon Diggs has eight interceptions. Trayvon Diggs is not a good cornerback. No, he, he, he gives up a lot of yards and a lot of uh, yes. receptions and touchdowns. He's not, he's yes. not that dude, man. He's At not. Dude, a couple weeks ago, he was the 61st ranked corner cover corner in the league, and he's given up 19 yards per reception. He's not yep. a good corner. A lot of his interceptions are op- opportunistic. They land right in his hands. Um, their cornerbacks are a little sus to me. Their um, safeties, J. Ron Curse, I think he's garbage. Um, their defensive line is led by the rookie Micah Parsons. The dude's an animal. Like, yeah. seriously, defensive rookie of the year, probably. Yeah, um, absolutely. The, one, the biggest downfall for me with the Dallas Cowboys is I don't trust Mike McCarthy at all. I think he's Me garbage. neither, man. Oh, man, me neither. <laughs> That's my biggest problem because their offense is stacked. When you have a running duo, running back duo like uh, Zeke and Tony Pollard, that stacks up with Nick, not as good, but it's close to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. It's up there, yeah. It's up it there, is. you know. And Zeke, Zeke's... Top 10 in the league in rushing yards. Um, not high on them, but they're doing great. I would give them a higher. I'm going to give them a B. Um, I think they, they probably have a little higher grade with a better head coach. I don't know. It's just something about Mike McCarthy with me, man. I agree. You know, I agree with you. You got fired from the Green Bay Packers, and you had Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. They're, you got fired <laughs> for a reason. Yeah. So Absolutely. I'm going to give them a B, but I pro- they could probably be higher. They probably could. Yeah. I mean, that's All my right. Super Bowl team, Super Bowl favorite right now out of the NFC. So, God, I hate that. I hate that. Me too. Me too. Me too. But I hate my next few picks worse. Okay. <laughs> I can see. I can see why. I can see why. My number 15 team is the Arizona Cardinals. Or All number right. two team. I'm sorry. Number two team. Yep. I'm going to give them a B. Okay. Um, I still like them a lot. Their offense is great. AJ Green's having a career resurgence. They have a rookie receiver named Rondell Moore who's really, really good. Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins. 
Um, they brought in um, Travis, or not Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I bet they wish they had Travis Kelsey. No, right. old buddy Zach from Ertz. Philly, Zach Ertz. Yeah. Um, Kyler Murray is outstanding. They won a game without him. Now they didn't win the second game. They got pretty beat up by Cam Newton slash PJ Walker slash Sam Darnold slash whoever. But that's okay. It's okay to lose a game when you don't have a quarterback like Kyler Murray. So I really like them. Their defense has been playing great for the most part. I'm gonna give them a B, just a solid B. I'm no, I'm not giving anybody an A. Ain't nobody getting no A's in my in my rankings. But all right. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna give them a B. All right, the best team in the NFC. God damn it, it hurts oh, me to say man. this, but I guess how could I not say it? The Green Bay Packers. Hey, it is what it is, man. It I'm a Minnesota. I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. Die hard, bleed purple. But I cannot deny that the Packers are the best team in the NFC. I mean, they're they're they're. Come on, I don't know if they, if there's a better team in the NFC. You have Aaron Rodgers playing the way he is. Aaron Jones is banged up. I don't think he's going to play this weekend against Minnesota, but it doesn't matter. AJ Dillon's fine. They have an okay receiving core led by Devontae Adams, but it doesn't matter because Aaron Rodgers can make anyone look good. I swear on any, I would put money on the fact that me and you can go run routes and we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, put me and on I the bubble screen. I haven't I'm caught down, a football, man. right? I haven't caught a football in <laughs> ten years. Yep, you know, you're right, so man. The defense is fine. They're playing okay. You know it's crazy. You know they're playing well when Kevin King gets an interception. Yeah, that dude's yeah. garbage. Yeah, um, but they're playing well. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, there's nothing else you can say about it. I, I'm giving them a B plus. Okay. They're the best team in the NFC. Um, they might be the best team in the NFL. I don't know. I just I'm I'm scared of the Green Bay Packers this year, like more scared than usual. Yeah, they they look. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looks like he has something to prove. He has a chip on his shoulder for. He always has a chip on his shoulder. The last couple of seasons, he's had a reason to as well. So, um, yeah, it's. I, I agree with you, man. Um, wow, your your grades are like you said. They're pretty. They're pretty. Uh, they're pretty. They're pretty. They're pretty strong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you, you know. You know what? Go ahead. I, I also like it because from one to one to one to six, you got B minus C plus, and C plus is the highest. C plus and above is one through six. Mm-hmm. Anything below that is C and below, and and that's perfect because from seven to I would say probably about twelve with the Seahawks, everybody gets a C. Those yeah. are going to be the teams that are going to be going for that last number seven slot in the mm-hmm. playoffs. And that so, number seven slot is so wide open. Yeah. If you look, if you look on paper, you probably think Minnesota, but really Minnesota could screw the pooch on any given moment. Right. And it could it could end up being Seattle. So it's true. That last seven seed is going to be crazy to see, man. We'll see. Yeah. I think Green Bay is going to have that number one seed. Oh, they have yeah. it right now. So. And, and what I like, what I like about the Vikings being at number six is I don't see the Saints playing that same they're five and four. I told you a couple of weeks ago they were five and two. They don't look five and two. They are a five hundred team. The 49ers, they are where they're kind of supposed to be um with the inconsistent play at at quarterback, uh bad secondary. The Eagles, 
you know, they're they're young and they're they're trying to learn how to win games. And Sirianni is not really playing, uh, making good play calls, and they don't run the ball for whatever reason. And 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 the Panthers, like you, you don't know what you're going to get from them. And Christian McCaffrey can't stay on the field. And and then the Falcons are, you know, they're they're young and they got a washed up quarterback. I hate to say it, but Matty Ice is not the dude he used to be. And and the Seahawks, you know, they can't protect Russell Wilson. So. Yeah, you're right, man. I would have the Vikings at six because their upside is so much higher than the rest of those teams. So, yeah, I agree with you big time, man. Yeah, I, the NFC is so wide open. I couldn't just give a clear – like the clear favorite to me is the, the uh, one through four is just so messed up. And then five through, like you said – or I'm sorry, six through 12 is just – flip a coin. Yeah, yep, I agree coin. with you. I, Try not to be too harsh. I mean, look at me. I gave the freaking Packers the number one spot, and I hate the Packers. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, they, I, I would, I would have the, I would have the Packers at number two. I would have the Cardinals at number three, and I would have the Cowboys at number one right now. And I, like I said, the Cowboys probably should be higher. But there's mm-hmm. something about Mike McCarthy that I think is going to hold them back a little bit. Plus, yeah. their defense is sus, and their cornerbacks are. Eh. Yeah, I yeah. mean they got bodied by Tim Patrick. That's true. In the in That's Denver, true. like, come on now. If you give, they should have been bodied by Minnesota, but I'm not gonna get involved in that. But <clears throat> all right, well that's what we got for tonight. I hope you agree with my NFC grades. If you don't, well, oh well, this is our show, not yours. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, please give us some feedback. If you, if you have something to say about my grades or, or what Mike was saying about stuff, hit us up on Facebook, Unbiased Football Talk. Hit us up on Twitter, man. Ian underscore bikes, Mike Raider 124. And I forgot Gary's off the top, or James is off the top of my head, but uh, I'll post it. Yeah. <laughs> James got some weird thing on his Twitter. But Mike, you got anything for the people? Um, Real quick, I got, like I said, I got the Patriots winning by double digits against the Falcons tomorrow. So, yep, that's that's all I got, man. I'm going to take them for double digits as well. I like what Mac Jones is doing. But that's all we got. Thank you for listening to another episode of Unbiased Football Talk, and we'll catch you all on Friday.